Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Rodeo Time, the podcast. We're sitting down here in the Dale Warehouse with uh, Colonel Sanders. So you get to meet him. Got the rest of our crew here, Willie Wardle, Leroy Gibbons. Leroy Gibbons. And we're going to chop it up. We talk about uh, rodeo movies. We talk about Colonel Sanders here. And then we kind of get off the regular path of the podcast, I think. <laughs> these not, morning, these morning podcasts. It's when we do them in the morning. It's yeah. it's. it's we get a little philosophical, talk it about is. NFTs and cryptocurrencies. We talk about blockchain. We talk about war. We talk about <laughs> um, the United States. And uh, it's all good stuff. It's all interesting. So if that's something that um, you're like, man, I'd, I'd, I'm interested to hear what these you know, YouTubers in Winnebago, Texas have to say about all that, then this is the podcast for you. Um, We'd like to thank our sponsors for bringing us all the action live from Winnebago. That'd be Can-Am Off-Road. We've got Total Feeds, Power and Boone for 21 years. We've got American Hats, and then we've also got Rock and Roll Denim, Reflex. So thank you for listening. We're going on to the podcast now. Don't forget to text me, 940-353-0890. Text your boy, yes, it is Dale Brisby. Sit back, get your favorite drink and snack. Here we go. Energy drink for your ears. You bad. Welcome, Carson Sanders. Colonel Sanders, the Colonel. Are we calling him the Colonel? <laughs> yeah. No, that's his great great granddad. Sorry for the background noise. Um, we would tell him to be quiet, but it's Lisa. She's the uh, warehouse manager, so she's kind of the boss. So. She's got to be working in here, and um, so, yeah, she gets to do what she wants. We asked her if she wanted to be on the podcast. She said she didn't have time for that. Mm-hmm. She ain't got time for that. Ain't got time for that. Ain't nobody play. got time for that. What uh, um, How's it been working under Lisa? Great. Yeah, she's a good boss. Yeah. She don't take no ish. She don't take no what? Ish. Yeah. So, uh Tell us about your experience here, Colonel Sanders. Yeah. Mm, I mean, like from the moment I got here, you guys were super welcoming. And yeah. That's something that, like, it's I've been here for, what, two weeks now? Like, uh, Have you been here two weeks? Is that how long I it's been? I think today is like two weeks. Okay, cool. But it feels like I've been here for so much longer. Like, I think so we're going to start paying you, actually. So Awesome. Before I forget... <laughs> thanks get with get with lisa before the day is over yes sir um real talk get get with her Um, we're leaving for the nfr saturday so we need to have all that ironed out before we head out so you guys i'm gonna go ahead and put your per diem in your checks so anyway what's a per diem so back to carson (laughs) um you said uh super welcoming Mm mm-hmm Greatest broader of all time. Continue. Yeah. I mean, you got I here. I just moved in. Yeah, go ahead. You just moved in what? I moved ahead. into the flea market, and that's been a good time already. I don't really like my roommates, but it's yeah, a better than the bunkhouse. You guys, uh, the, the night y'all were moving in, we were moving your stuff in, and I made the statement: what looking at you, Willie and Kevin, they were you're all sitting in my driveway, and you were getting moved into the flea market which is Kevin and Willie's house. And I said, I don't think that eHarmony could have made a better match of three young rednecks than, than Dale Brisby did. So 
No, I'm not referring to myself in the third person. It'd be the fourth <laughs> person. Um, how many nights have you spent in the flea market? Two. What do you think so far compared to the bunkhouse? The first night I slept on the couch on accident. And then last night I slept with my lights on on accident. So subpar, but yeah, high hopes. Yeah, you scared me this morning. <laughs> Walked out. I was in the shop early this morning and uh, I just. I messed up a little bit on something, so I walked outside just to catch some air. And uh, they live across the road from me. And I was like, why is he standing in his window? It's 4.30 in the morning. Why is he standing in his window <laughs> oh, staring, out, staring outside? Were you really? No. <laughs> I guess he put curtains up yeah. or something. And the way they were hanging, it looked like somebody was just like standing, staring out the window. Yeah. Was, What'd you wow. mess up on? Uh, I didn't like mess up, mess up, but it, I fixed it. It was a briefcase I'm working on. Cool. Um, so it sounds like a lot of like stuff that's your fault. Yeah, pretty as much. As to why you're not feeling like they had the best night's rest and hundred percent. Once you get this like going to bed thing down <laughs> where you like lay, you turn the lights off, then you lay down, you'll probably be all right. <laughs> it's the simple things, man. Yeah. Don't, don't get, get lost in the details. details. Don't get lost yeah. in the details. You dude. lay down and you're like, oh, I don't want to get up and turn the lights off. And then, yeah, that's when you start getting lost in the details. <laughs> Anytime yeah. Willie gets like got, it, that's his that's his thing. Hey, man, don't get lost. Well, technically, I have to give credit. It's Kevin's thing, and I just took it from him. Yeah. Don't get lost in the details. Good artist copy, great artist steal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all know who said that? Picasso. Picasso. Uh, so don't get lost in the details. Willie Sticky Rodeo Rosin. Right now we've got stickers, patches coming soon, hopefully caps one day. You got to hit it three times. It doesn't. All right. It's got to delay. All right. Okay. I don't know how Donnie does it. Nice. Um, <laughs> so anyways, Willie Sticky Rodeo Rosin, stickers, patches, caps coming soon, all available on DaleBrisby.com. What about the What about the rosin? It's coming. No, you're supposed to say, don't get lost in the details. Don't get lost <laughs> in the details, but it's coming. We're Soon. perfecting the ingredients. Yeah. Carson, back, Carson's helping now. Back to Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Where's the fried chicken? Um, so you're in the flea market. What was your experience in the bunkhouse like for two weeks? I didn't mind it. It wasn't bad having my own space. I mean, Ranch Kitty kept me company. Two, yeah. The only the TV doesn't have cable or anything, and the only DVD in the bunkhouse was Tombstone. Yeah. So the first five nights I was here, I watched Tombstone. Yeah. Which. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, somebody sent me a DVD of Lonesome Dove. I need to put that in there. Does the yeah. DVD player work? The DVD player works. So the, you can. Yeah. but So I went to the flea market in Graham and got a box set of Lonesome Dove. The real flea VCR. market. Yeah, an actual. Right. Like a real Yeah, flea like market. an actual flea market. and Not just a house that has fleas. No, yeah. yeah. A legit establishment gotcha but they had lonesome dove and i talked them down from five dollars to four dollars and then i put it in the vcr and the whole tv shut off <laughs> so <laughs> so you're saying they need yeah the vcr <laughs> doesn't work no the tv still works but when you put a tape in it it just like <laughs> <laughs> but so you can go back to the dvd player though yeah okay like cool. it works um yeah the dvd i mean the vhs player doesn't work um well, at the flea market, y'all have a VHS or a VCR. Yeah, yeah. Use it. Uh, yeah, it's mine. I'm going to take that back. Bro, how can I watch Del Rio 91? YouTube? Yeah, it is on there. I did on YouTube, it. it's like a really small square, and it just doesn't doesn't have the same effect. As Not the same. Or you could go buy your own. 
Uh, do they even make them anywhere? I don't know. Probably the flea market. I mean, Where'd you get yours, Leroy? Um, a box of uh, VHS mom gave me. Nice. The v- the VCR was in it? Yeah, mom gave me that one too. Oh. Um, I think it was ours from when we were kids. But. Uh, L- Lonesome Dove. Uh, Leroy has the... the uh, VCR because of uh, Moon of the Desperados. Have you watched that yet? No, we need to still. It's like sitting out on the they didn't like entertainment it. center. I showed it to Willie I and liked Donnie it. and they didn't like it. Why, Real are talk? Ma- why are you making stuff up? I liked it. <laughs> Donnie didn't like it. I liked it a lot. Didn't I like told you that afterwards. Mm. Why did Donnie not like it? I think because we've talked it up. Yeah, like how it was for you and I growing up. Like the nostalgia of it, I guess. Uh, I still love it. I thought it like was I cool. still get goosebumps watching it, but Donnie, about twenty minutes in, got his phone out, started scrolling. I was like, "Dude, you don't like this?" He's like, "Nah, it's kind of boring." To be fair, Donnie is in an intense race or competition with Kevin mm-hmm. with twenty forty eight, and it's it gets ugly. I don't know kidding. that he's so much so intense that he should disrespect a rodeo documentary like that. Though. I didn't see but any. He's of this. also not here to defend. Yeah, true. But he did say that he. It's okay. That's sad. Anyway, um, uh, Jasper from Lonesome Dove. Barry Tub. Barry Tub uh, produced it and uh, did a great job, as well as uh, Jordy Jordy Thompson. Jordy or Jody Thompson. I believe he's since passed. I don't remember. Deep track, though. Like, that's like yeah. a deep track, that that name in the rodeo world. I mean, like, Mac Autizer, Leon Coffey, Miles Hare, they're all in it. But yeah. um, um, uh, Gary LaFue is in it and with some quotes. And it was like, film, I want to say the 90s. They filmed a lot of it at Calgary. Earlier. All no, because Lane, Lane Frost is in it for a sec. Um, you talking about that bull ride they play? Yeah, and wasn't yeah, it's wasn't from Cheyenne? Oh. Yeah, that's his last ride. I don't think that is in it. I don't think Lane's ride is in it. I thought I remember seeing him. I think like, they play it during a part, but yeah, there's one. It doesn't show the whole thing. Just, it's like a <laughs> I think that's after he passed. It was just him. They filmed on. this whole thing after he passed. I didn't. I don't think his ride is. Yeah, in. because they oh, had oh, it, oh, yeah. oh, oh, you're talking yeah. about like at the at the end. It's end. at the end. It's a slow mo of his last ride, when, but it it only shows like four jumps, like an when, when this, type deal. I, that's not when he passed. <clears> I don't think. I think that's in Calgary. I think that's just on the back of the shoots in Calgary. Um, But we're gonna get all these people's hopes up, and they're gonna be able to get it. I don't. Lane's Lane's like last last ride isn't in it. Like that might be Lane because like I've showed it to some old timers, Mm -hmm. and they're like that that's Lane right that there. And um, yeah, they do the they redo the tough riding the bull for an extra ten seconds. Yeah, and then he's walking back. And he passes by lane. He he walks by lane. That's what, so like, if you show it to, there's films like that, kind of like Del Rio, you know, Mm -hmm. like, it's really cool to watch those with an old timer that was like there. Yeah. Just because they talk about like each one of those people. And And they'll bring up like deep tracks, you know. Like, um, for instance, I think um, um, Bonner and uh, Bolton. uh, Bolton's dad. Yeah, Toya. He won that year, didn't he? Del Rio. Toya. Yeah. Didn't he win that year? That that the. Yeah, he won Del Rio in ninety one. Yeah. Um. Del Rio Toya, 91. 
who uh, Pop knew pretty pretty good. Like like yeah, they rode together. They were Toya Toya. I don't think they were hauling partners. They, well, just, they hauled they together at, every now and then. Yeah, they were all together at Tech at the same time. But there's like deep tracks like that. Going like to Toya and uh, like Lane Fulton. I think was at Tech around that time. Um, you mean his dad? Yeah, Lane's dad. Um, anyway. That's just uh, it's fun to listen to to people talk about back then. So, Leon Coffee's somebody that's fun to listen to. He was about. the one. He was the one I was talking about, like Jordy Thompson. He was like, kind of looked at me weird. He was like, "That's a deep track." That's what. <laughs> that's <laughs> what throws people off, you know. Like whenever you're trying to really like, whenever we're making Dale Brisby videos or something, you know, like it's not so much if you name drop like, um, a like jb mooney Duff cooper jb mooney somebody like somebody current. trevor brazil yeah. but you get somebody middle of the road mm -hmm. you know somebody that's 24th in the world you know or somebody that and you you say something like that when you hear someone say something like that that's when you're like wait a second you know that's not like a name that everybody yeah. knows you know anyway that was like uh, uh leon and i were talking about you know how to make people like Wait a second, you know, hold up, but whatever. Anyway, I was I was interested. Yeah. What about you? Let's hear more. Colonel Sandals, S Sandals, Sandals. Colonel Easy. Sandals. Easy. Put some respect on my name. Yeah. <laughs> Colonel. Put some, I don't know. I don't put some respect on my name. Yeah, I want to call you Sandals too. This is a closed-toed <laughs> shoe man right here. I never seen this man's feet. That's right. right. Put some respect on his name. Put some put some closed toed yeah. shoes on, on his, his feet. <laughs> what you need to put do? Put some tinny runners on them. Feet. Colonel Sanders, what uh, what, are you wanting to ride bulls? Yes, sir. And you ain't been on one yet. Nope. Mm. Well, you mm. did get here. Guess you don't want to ride them bad enough. I guess if you ain't been on them. Well, when I first got here, you were like, <laughs> "Yeah, kidding. I think we're gonna try to get you <laughs> okay. on after NFR." Right. So I like haven't really brought it up because I was also about to have surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how'd that go? Good, good. Um, sex change and everything went good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I took somebody Deborah. with me. Took took somebody with me, and <laughs> they exposed you. <laughs> we <laughs> we had to remove your testicles in the operation. What, <laughs> ma'am? Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ma'am, calm down. The comments uh, on this YouTube video is going to be fun. <laughs> no, um, what did we... So, yeah, went to uh, went there the day before, saw Tandy uh, the day before the surgery, and it was pretty disheartening because I had, you know, I've been on a few. I, hurt, I broke it in March, and then I've been on, like, after I thought it was healed. I never did my checkup like Tandy asked me to do. And so I've been getting on all summer and um, was not feeling like myself and um so i went in got an x-ray nine months after i'd broken it 10 months after and the bones had never touched like they never grew back it was literally they, the, the bones were not healed at all it was scar tissue holding them together and i i knew i felt weird because you could push on the collarbone and it would kind of bend a little and I was like, well, maybe my shoulder's just moving weird. But then I would do it on the other collarbone, and my and that sucker was solid. Well, anyway, and it was on my lifter side. And uh, so I'd been on 8, 10, 12 head 
with it like that and, and not going the normal 90 like I would, um, or just not feeling 90. And, uh, so anyways, got that x-ray after 10 months, saw that the bones weren't. And he said, yeah, it's, it's, some people don't experience a lot of pain when this happens. It's called a non-union. And, uh, so I said, it, it, I, I asked him, I said it would re-break easily. And he said, it wouldn't even be called a re-break because it's not healed. It would be called a displacement. So it'd be more broke. Kind of like, kind of like that, uh, <laughs> that state farm commercial. Got you a collarbone. Oh, you almost got it. Oh, you you almost got it. Gotta be quicker than that. Um, so I had broken this before March. I had broken it twice. There was like original break on a bull in New Braunfels. Three weeks later, I rebroke it. The rebreak of my collarbone back in like 2011 or something like that. One of the most painful experiences I'd ever had. So I was not looking forward to a quote unquote displacement of a non-union. Like I, I really feel like that would probably be way more painful than just simply breaking the bone. And uh, not to mention, he proved to me how little strength I had in that arm. So I put both arms straight out like this. And he put both his hands on top of my fist. I put my fist, you know, just <clears throat> parallel to the ground. I put my arms my, and I'm, I'm, I balled up each fist. He puts a hand over my left fist, a hand over my right fist. And he said, don't let me push these arms down. So I hold them solid. He pushes, he pushes down on both hands. My left arm stays steady as a rock. My right arm caves down to my side as if I were a child, as if Tandy were like pushing down on the hand of a child on my, on my right arm. Like I had no strength after 10, 11 months of, well, 10 months of having broke this collarbone, nine months, whatever. Which whatever one do you ride is. with? That one. <laughs> and um, it does make sense, though. So, like, he's like, I didn't want to say it, but I was like, man, he's lost a step. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, super disheartening, but also encouraging because it's like, hey, we're going to fix it tomorrow, you know? So the next morning, he's like, get here at five. Don't eat anything. 5 a.m. Surgery's at seven. I get there at five. I'm laying in the bed at seven. Haven't ate anything. He was like, comes. He comes in at nine. He was like, we're waiting on the hardware. Somebody didn't go get the plate and screws. Somebody had to like, run to Ace. It's like, man, just <laughs> go down to that Ace Hardware down there and get you know Lowe's, Home Depot. It's like it wasn't something. in the building. Or no, it wasn't the building. Wasn't it was in like the, in the closet. Was not in the building. I had to go to the medical. Supply. Finally, yeah. at eleven o'clock, they roll me back there. Golly. So four hours after we were supposed to start, Tandy was pretty upset. You know, somebody had dropped the ball. It wasn't yeah. Tandy. Somebody got fired. No. I'm kidding. They might yep. get a bad review whenever they send me that follow-up, which On they Yelp. haven't sent. Yeah, that Yelp review for that hospital. The Yelp review for the hospital is not going to be great. <laughs> from, from Dale Brisby. From Dale Brisby. <laughs> Dale B. Um, anyways, whatever. Uh, they roll me in there at 11, which, which puts me not a big deal, except this is my theory. It put me in recovery with other people who had had surgeries. So I didn't have like a dedicated nurse helping me with recovery. There was like multiple people in there because mine was later. Again, not a big deal, except for like I've had half a dozen surgeries. I know what you're supposed to feel like when you come out of those things. You know what I'm saying? It's supposed to be the best you feel for a week thereafter. You know, it's right after surgery. They got you on all the good stuff. I wake up. I'm not on the good stuff. Not enough of it. Like, and I know it immediately. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is not good. You know, like, it's a collarbone. 
very simple. Like I, I should not be in this much pain, you know? And she was like, just a minute. And she, I can hear her through the curtain helping this other person who is obviously doing fine. He's talking like in this tone of voice, not in pain. He's completely awake. I was not. Yeah. I was like, whatever. If it's morphine, turn the drip up. Like I ain't got any of it in my system. Like I'm supposed to enjoy this right now. It's supposed to be the best I'm going to feel for the next week. And it was not. So anyways, yeah. Then Tandy comes in. I start throwing up. She's nowhere to be found. He helps me. <laughs> Tandy's holding the deal. <laughs> Tandy was the man. He's the man. Hey, Tandy, uh, one of your rodeo cowboys is complaining in here. We come help him. Yeah. Uh, could you imagine? <laughs> it wasn't you know, like being one of the other people in the recovery room, like waking up and they're, man. I tell Brisby, <laughs> <laughs> what am I on right now? These drugs are awesome. <laughs> I uh, had I not had so many surgeries in the past, it, it, I would have, you know, wouldn't have been like if if that had been my very first surgery ever, I'd be like, oh, this sucks, but I guess okay, let's do it, you know. But like having been like, you know, a yearly thing, you know. Like, <laughs> And Tandy told me to stop fighting it, like the anesthesia. I used to fight it. No. It was like a fun thing. You know, like, no, let no. me see how hard I can fight this. And like, guys, I'm going to stay awake, put it in my arm, but watch me. Watch me. You can't get me down. <laughs> yeah. And so I would try to fight it. And he was like, actually, you know, it, it just messes with your, like, uh, adrenaline and all that. Speeds up your adrenaline. He's like, so just... Don't, don't do fight that. it. It'll make it more painful. I don't I don't remember why. So like don't I had to stop fighting it. So like that was like the one thing. I was just let the sandman take you. <laughs> so, so I let the sandman take me. He took me earlier than normal this time. So. The sandman, you're getting quick. Sandman. The sandman came in quick today. Um so anyways. But then like once they once the nurse started like realizing what was going on and it was all good. Um, we'll probably take my, my, uh, stitches out tomorrow or today, probably today sometime. Take my stitches out. Shotgun. And then I'll go through a month. I'll go through setting up at the NFR, not being able to pick anything up. Oh no. No. Um, good thing you have like 10 people working with you. No kidding. Yeah. Too bad. You're not going to be there during setup, huh? Uh, I mean, uh, uh, I can if you need me to. I guess. Anyway, um, so here we are. We're getting ready for the NFR. We're heading out. What? Uh, what? Do you, how do you feel, Mister? I'm excited. Yeah, I was Colonel planning Sanders. on going to NFR anyways. Me and my dad had been talking about it, and I told him before I knew that I got the internship. I was like, I'm going with or without you, so you might as well just come with me. I'm like, let's book this trip and everything. And then like the next week, you guys called me. I was like, hey, dad. Yeah. I'm going and you're not Is going. he going out? He was talking to me a couple nights ago about figuring out when he was going to come out. I think he will. Yeah. You're going to stay in the room with you and Donnie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get y'all a double. I mean, Donnie was talking about just wanting like a queen. Yeah, nice. that's fresh air, bed. So right now you both got it. You're, that you got a king. I will tell you, though. Okay. Don't leave the lights on, Donnie. Donnie's, <laughs> Donnie likes a dark room. I share a hotel room with him every time we go somewhere. Yeah. Turn the light off, man. Well, I don't enjoy I'm sleeping kidding. with the light yeah, on. Actually, he's probably one of the hardest sleepers. He doesn't complain if I snore. Yeah. Carson snores. Dale complains. That's true. He's a light yeah. sleeper. 
which my bad the other day my keys were in my pocket uh i came to the house at like six in the morning i figured y'all are still asleep keys were in my pocket so when i step out it's a push button start the car beep 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 super loud yeah i was gonna text you but i was like nah just in case it didn't wake him up i don't think it did that buzz buzz would it was after my surgery no this is like two nights ago or two mornings ago yeah i don't remember that okay good <laughs> oh, i don't know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. like, i don't know yeah what I'm no about. Yeah, I, was made, I made that up you're gonna make any winnebago weeklies out there the nfr oh yeah Daily. Winnebago Weekly is a show on the backup channel. The channel is called Rodeo Time, which is confusing because on Dale Brisby, we have the show Rodeo Time. <laughs> we also call, <clears throat> which is like the vlog, but we also call the podcast Rodeo Time. Well, so then there's also the Winnebago Weekly. You got to type in Winnebago Weekly. There's also the Rodeo Time channel, which is where you watch the show Winnebago Weekly. But hey, don't get lost in the details, guys. Don't get, don't lost, get lost in the details. details. Not that. <laughs> so <laughs> you guys got it. <laughs> yeah. Just have a long sentence in your description of what you're looking for when it yeah. comes to rodeo time. Yeah. Well, it's all good stuff. And Winnebago Weekly does have a different look. Very simple. Yeah. You know, I think also I like how you put um, little outlines of the people on the thumbnail. Yeah, I need to start doing that. If you're able again. to do that. I do it sometimes. And like I the first 30 episodes had a, their own color thumbnail. Each now one we're on a different a, shade of blue. Yeah, now it's a different shade of black <laughs> now they're mustard. All, now they're, no, they're all the same shade. I oh, used okay. to set default okay. on Final Cut. Gotcha. So, yeah, Winnebago Weekly. 43 episodes? Somebody's, 44. 44. 44 episodes. Somebody's getting comfortable. We've had 80. Mm-hmm. I think this is episode 83 of the podcast. Hey. Are you getting comfortable? No. He's not what he's talking about. How am I being complacent? How long have you been default? here, Willie? Default? I wanted to make it look nice and like... You just have average. like a... You have yeah. a default setting every morning that you walk into? No. I know the default color on all the... That's what I'm saying. It's pastel yeah. peach because I wanted it to be consistent and look professional rather than it being 30 different shades of blue that doesn't look... That's probably actually being comfortable. Like, oh, this is blue that looks good enough. So if anything, I feel like I went in the opposite direction. How long have you been here, Willie? Um... Eight or nine months now. Eighty-nine, 89 months. Eight, eight or nine. Son months. of a gun. You've eight not been here. Eighty-nine months. months. Eight or nine. That's months. like literally seven years. Hey, quick math. Quick maths. That's it's a little over seven years and some change. Um, so Don't let's try. talk about that because that's coming up. Sometimes, what? sometimes uh, interns get complacent after. <laughs> It's like it's like two it's like a three week thing. That's what I've noticed. There's a three week mark. Mm-hmm. Some interns haven't made it three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Did you even get to meet Everett? No. Oh, that's right. We called you after Everett. Yeah. That day. We got two coming. We do? You're gonna help you're gonna be with Carlos. Well, the second one we haven't heard from yet. We're gonna have to change the name of our other bull. No, there's. Oh yeah. Intern is Carlos, and then the bull is <clears throat> Carlos, the man of love. It's mm-hmm. a big difference. <laughs> CTML. So yeah, don't get lost in the details. Um, <laughs> well, if there's two Carloses, I'm, hey, hey make sure you feed Carlos. Yeah, I didn't this morning. No, no. Take the intern to lunch. No. If you said make sure you feed Carlos, you're talking about the intern. If you say if you say make sure you feed Carlos, the man of love, you're talking about the bull. That's just too much. Well. 
But Carlos, the man of love, now has turned out with the other bucking bulls, so we don't have to really worry about oh, yeah. feeding him. We just feed them all. He's been well, a problem, too. He's starting all kinds of crap out there. Yeah, he's, a, he's a little... Yeah. Jerk. So, anyways, That's back to complacent um, interns. How do you feel about your three-week mark? It's going to be... You're going to be in Vegas. Yeah. What is today? Today's Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh. So, a week from today. <laughs> do you see his watch? Yeah, you see that? We went to Walmart last night, and they hey, copied me. Why don't you stop interrupting your boss and let him finish his sentences? Sorry. Yeah, Willie. Sorry. Getting comfortable over here. Getting complacent. <laughs> Anyways, today's Tuesday. You're gonna be <laughs> yeah. in Vegas on your on your on the on the three week mark. And it's your birthday. Vegas isn't a place yeah. to get complacent. What? Yeah, I feel like if I got complacent in Vegas, you'd just probably leave me. <laughs> yeah, so that's why we got kind of a zero tolerance <laughs> for <laughs> bullshit out there. And here. Yeah, and Colonel back here too. So Yeah, some people get kinda, lucky. Yeah. So there's, there's, I mean, like sometimes people make mistakes. Like I'm not going to be just, you know, un, I don't know. It's case by case, but usually we got a zero tolerance for, uh, you know, just shenanigans. Riffraff. Riffraff. I'll say that. Yeah. So anyway, have fun. Just not too much. Yes, there is such a thing. <laughs> so the, <laughs> you know I, I, I know the song like really lays it out there too much fun what's that mean it's like too much money there's no such thing nah not the case <laughs> <laughs> yeah there, there is such a thing as too much fun so just be careful of it but anyway it'll be fun it'll be a good time it is work though it's just it's neat it's neat to get to 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 travel for work mm -hmm. yeah. but work man like that's the thing like people always like daydream i don't know somebody said something to me a long time ago god created us for work you know what i'm saying he created seven days in the week and there's one day made for rest you know and getting right with him the sabbath but the other six days you're literally made for work and so i embraced that a long time ago like it's okay to lean into work it kind of sometimes it kind of sucks because like there's days no matter what you're doing in life. Craig Cameron told me this too. Um, you could be put on this world, on this earth by God to be an astronaut. He came to you in a dream as a kid, and then you're an astronaut. But there's still going to be those days where where you might wish you were doing something else or feel like you should be doing something else. Like you're doing the thing you were put on this earth for. There'll be days where you feel like you wish you were doing something else. Yeah. So if you keep that in mind. And then keep in mind that God made you for work. I think that it gives you a good perspective on just executing on what you have in front of you. Um, fortunately, we live in a country where every person should at some point get to do the job they want. Now, I think there's early on, like sometimes depending on your situation, like you might have to work in a chicken farm for a time to get to where you're, you know, your dream job, which <clears throat> might be editing videos and being a bull rider. You know, but you've got to go through that chicken farm phase to get to where you want to go. Mm -hmm. um, so it's going to be different for everybody. And, you know, every, everybody's got a different situation because you can't control where you're born. I think the grateful thing we have is that we're born in this country. If you're born in this country, then like, and there's some similar ones, similar countries out there, maybe they're listening, but there's a lot of opportunity. For instance, the internet, you know, cuts out the middleman. Can you imagine what our granddad could have done with the internet? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Either one of them, but yeah. specifically the entrepreneurial 
one. Oh man. Like if he had the internet growing up, but he had to build his business the old, the old fashioned way. It'd be like Jimmy Buffett. He would, he could have, he could have been, well, Jimmy Buffett did it without the internet. So I know, but like cooler Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. He could have, he could have done more than what he did probably. Which he already did a lot. Jimmy Buffett could have done more than what he did had he had the internet. I'm not talking about just money. I'm just saying business. Yeah. Savvy. And, and life's not all about money. But we're talking about, that's what, I mean, when we're going out there to work, you're going out there to make money. So um, the point is, I'm saying that life is not about money. We should not gauge success through a lens of money. If you do that, then you will um, lose, ultimately. And when I say lose, you might make more money, but you might end up unhappy. The reason why I'm using like my granddad, for instance, in this scenario with had he had the internet, because we're talking about opportunity and it allows you the opportunity to make what money you need by doing what you enjoy or, or, or more specifically doing what you're at peace with. So <clears throat> I think some, the word happiness is thrown around a lot where I think the word peace is what should be used. What I mean by that is there's a lot of times where you might be doing what God put you on this earth for. You might be doing the job that you've always wanted to do where you're not necessarily going to be happy, but you can be at peace with where you're at. Content. Yeah, you can be, you can, you can, yes, this, this moment at this job I was built for isn't the most enjoyable of all the moments, but I'm at peace doing it because I know, you know, I've got perspective. It's not. For instance, chicken farming. Yeah, it's not you know working at stair cycle. No offense to someone out there working there. You know, no, those those, those are good people. Just didn't like working in the hospital. Yeah, so like there's jobs like that for me. It might be you know when we worked in the feed yard or yeah. I do tell myself that a lot. At least this isn't Crow Hollow. Yeah, at least we're not in the feed yard. Yeah. So um, I think I think that and, and that's perspective. And so you can give, you can allow yourself perspective on anything in life and help you get back to a, a, a position of being grateful for what you've got. And that should in turn help you work harder, mm-hmm. you know, to maintain what you've got or get where you want to go. So Donnie's calling. Answer it. Ask him to defend himself about Moon of Desperados. Hello. Hey, are you in the office? Um, Kind of. We're in the middle of a podcast. My bad. It's all good. What do you um, look? What do you need? Uh, I forgot to put this thumbnail on my computer before I left. It's on my hard drive there. You got two of them on your hands. Yeah. Um, what's this about you not liking Moon of the Desperados? Who said that? Leroy. You did. I ever said anything about not liking Man of the Desperados. He said you thought it he was said, okay. He said, eh, it's alright. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh. Um, I personally don't remember making that call. I would tell you if I thought something was bad. But yeah. <laughs> I think something's bad. Yeah, yeah he does that a lot when we watch bad. something on YouTube. Yeah, okay, does. fair enough. But yeah. Well, um, 
Yeah, we'll get somebody on your hard drive and send you that thumbnail. Or I can just, we'll just put it on the YouTube video. So, all right, my man. You did say it wasn't uh, your favorite. What's that? You did say that you were like, eh, eh, it's not my favorite. Man, I, just, I don't think I said that. You did. Because then, <laughs> then we watched the Bull Bash Del Rio 91, and you're like, yeah, I like that one. It's all right, yeah. Donnie. We'll let you defend yourself next podcast. Oh, so. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Have a good uh, day. Bye, Moon of Desperados, yeah. hater. Okay, bye. Yeah. So there it is. It's because he's talking to you because he knows how much it means to you. I'm telling you, him and Kevin have this competition going on between each other. No, you I'm know what 2048 is? The yeah. Game the, we do the numbers. Well, we got Donnie on that. He does not even play solitaire anymore. That's all he does is 2048. They yeah, no, hard. The, like hard. On, the, mm-hmm. on the plane headed to uh, California, he's playing it. And I was like, what, what you got there? <laughs> and he's telling me about it. He's like, yeah, download it. Play it. <laughs> it's all he does. And like he has it's like this fun. insane. He was horrible. It's, and now he's got the highest score. Donnie does? Yeah. yeah. Nice. And it goes between him and Kevin. Like, I just don't. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> For a moment, I played Block Puzzle. I remember that. Yeah. I saw my niece playing it. I thought it was kind of neat looking. And I played it on the trip um, to Indianapolis a little bit just because, like, those long days, like, I would lay down at night. Like, it was when we had literally nine hours in a row, solid. It's the, It was the busiest booth we've ever had, ever. Oh, and the National yeah, FFA the Convention. National FFA deal. I was a tired little Willie. Yeah, we were tired little kibbles. And uh, <laughs> anyway... So what we did was uh, <clears throat> we, uh, uh, yeah, I played that. I, I just, I don't like playing those games. I don't like playing like games on my phone just because that's time I could be dedicating to like any number of the apps where people are trying to communicate with me. Or sleep. I could text people. I could um, DM people. I could be posting. I could be tweeting. I've now got Discord. I got a Discord. Look up Dale Brisby's Rodeo Time What's on that? there. Yeah, what's that? It's like a chat room. Uh, so I just started it this morning, and there's already like 30, 40 people in there, and like we're just, what? <laughs> Can I join it? Yeah, Dude, it's real it. talk. Dude, get a Discord. Uh, look, right here. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get into Discord stuff. right no, now. I was just thinking. Yeah, can we say something to everybody? What are you thinking? One of my favorite movies, Out Cold. Have you ever been on one of them chat rooms? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, in the movie, Out Cold, he says, you ever been on one of them lesbian chat rooms? <laughs> <laughs> no. He's like, no, me neither, man. Man, me neither. Carson, does Dale Brisby follow you back on Instagram? No, and I'm still upset about it. So, uh, right, you just followed me yesterday. You want to hear something crazy? Yeah, you followed me right back too. No, I didn't. I waited 20 minutes. <laughs> I just sweat it for a second. I'm in this yeah. Discord. <laughs> I like, did. I'm in here getting after it. I never followed you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are people? What are like? What are people saying? We're just talking. Some people are we're talking about the Netflix show. One one girl, Dixie Rose, is asking me about um, how to be an intern. Um, Jules, <laughs> then Jules and Dixie Rose talk about how they both want to be interns for a second. Uh, this multiple people can talk at once. Emo guy. Talking. Everyone, dude. It's not like <laughs> AOL back in the day? No, it's not like a... No, it's a chat room. It's not like chat. It's, like, it's not DMs. It's just like... So, like, you could get on there. Like, so it would be open. Like, so... it. I haven't, during this podcast, I haven't been on it. And there's like a bunch of messages since then. That's going to get ridiculously full. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, but I mean, like I'm in a, I'm in one with Gary V. Gary V's the one that told me to do it. He's like, you need a Discord. So like I'm in one with him, and it's like, it, but it's a neat place to like learn. So like the one the reason why I get in the Discord with Gary V is like for V friends. Like he's got those NFTs. It's a whole another podcast or 27 if you know or it's don't know what in non fungible tokens. Cool. So essentially, you can like buy like art without um and it exists digitally and then it would be recorded on blockchain so like a gif GIF. um yeah 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 gif yeah would be one like so nba top shot you can instead of it they they're one of the big ones that you know one of the leaders instead of owning like a card you could own like a um a, a clip of someone of like lebron james dunking a basketball and then you own that clip Digitally. So if anybody uses it, you get paid. Mm -hmm. There's like, there's, it's like, there's a picture of a rock that like sold for like stupid amount of money. That, that that's kind of like one of the things. Gary V has these V friends. He literally drew these characters, um, like the compassionate cowboy, and he drew a picture of a cowboy, and then he he sold it. So his and and you can own it digitally. Is he an artist or is it just like? No, I mean, yeah, he did better than what I could do. But it's not. It's neat because he drew it, not necessarily because he's like a Picasso, right. quote unquote. So, anyways, his his NFTs, non fungible tokens, V friends, are like um, they're not only exist as art digitally, but they also exist as like a ticket into a conference, mm -hmm. which is called VCon. Um, you guys play like uh, Call of Duty or something. Mm -hmm. So like a, a skin for your player, that would be an NFT. Okay. So you buy a skin for it, but it exists digitally. So people don't understand NFTs. They don't understand why someone would buy art when you say it that way, digitally. It. Yeah. But but in Call of Duty, people have been yeah. doing that for a yeah. long time. Yeah. You know, it's like, or in Snapchat, I imagine now you can probably buy certain things for your, your little person to wear. Bitmoji. Your Bitmoji. Like that would be an NFT. Yeah. So it's not really a new concept. Correct. It's something that's been around since. Yeah. People, it blows people's mind because they're like, I just don't understand why someone would buy something digitally. You were doing it Web five like, years ago. That's exactly what we do on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. We post pictures of it, only exists <clears throat> digitally. Mm -hmm. How many people have pictures on their Instagram that maybe the phone is lost that they were originally on? They never got it printed, but. Yeah. The picture's still mm -hmm. there. I only have one picture. And it's got a value. <laughs> There's a value attached to it because that person who posted it, you know, they haven't deleted yeah. it, so they obviously care about that picture being there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I only so have like, one out of, like, the 20 I've posted that is an actual picture. It's it's just crazy that it makes sense to me, but there's still people that I talk to about it. They're just like, I just don't understand it. Like, you don't, like, People only exist digitally sometimes these days. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like everybody, like they care about how many likes they get on this digital platform. Like if you don't like how, why is it so crazy that someone would buy a piece of art that only exists digitally? Mm -hmm. when how do they protect that from like being counterfeited? I feel like it'd be pretty easy. Blockchain. What is that? Blockchain is like, it's recorded like globally. So like blockchain, it's like servers like all over the world. So you can't just like, you that and they're, they're all connected. So like mm -hmm. you can't just destroy this one server where it exists and 
where the, where the, where the, the, the information exists. Mm -hmm. And then you've, you've won and you've, you've deleted the fact that Dale Brisby owns these four NFTs that Gary V made. So blockchain is blockchain is, is where like kind of the future of stuff is like cryptocurrency, whoever owns like these big, like Bitcoin, Ethereum and all that stuff. Like that's where it's recorded. It's like blockchain. So blockchain is, is not cryptocurrency. It's like, it's, it's a digital, it's hard for me to explain it. I don't fully understand it. Fort Knox, but like eventually like real estate deals will be recorded on blockchain. Dang. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's more like a, Digital Area 51. Like nobody really knows what it does, but it's but it's, it's more like it's the way I understand it, it's more like a digital bulletin board. Okay. Where a you can book. so yeah. there's like there's like wallets recorded on blockchain, mm-hmm. um, and there's different kinds of wallets. Like I got a MetaMask wallet, I got a Bitsky wallet, and and like they're recorded on blockchain, and like some of them, uh, maybe all of them, are public, and you can go on and like. Um, see, you could go and see what I own mm-hmm. in like on blockchain. Like How'd you the, get into this stuff, Gary V? Okay, he dude. It's like if you if you follow him, like all of his podcasts are about NFTs. They're all mm-hmm. about like um, blockchain and and the NFT space. So there's a lot of art being produced that you can flip right now. Like there's so I the, I bought these I bought these four V friends. Right now, like I, I'll just tell you, like I, I, I spent, I don't know. Well, I'm not gonna tell you what I spent on them. I didn't spend very much on them, but I could sell them all for like two hundred thousand dollars right now. Mm. They, yeah. Do like, you think Leroy could make like one now, of these NFTs? Yeah. Part Most of the reason, really part good. of the reason, his number one, Gary V, drew them. Number yeah. one, Gary V, like, but second, his NFTs have this other attached value. Their access okay. into VCon yeah. for three years. Back, though, right? No, for yeah, three years. years. Forever. So it's a three-year ticket um, into uh, this conference. After the third year, what what I anticipate is that they'll still be worth more than what I paid for them. Yeah. They might drop in value a little because They've the been, three years that yeah. they're able to be used for that conference are going to be up. Mm. But I believe they'll still hold a lot of value. Yeah. Now I also gained with one of them not only um, admission into the conference but access to him in the form of a FaceTime. It's called the FaceTime Fly. He drew this fly. If you bought this FaceTime Fly, you get three FaceTimes with him once a year for three years. Dang! Yesterday was my first one. That's pretty cool. So how'd it go? It went good. It went good. We just visited, and uh, that's where he told me like you need to start a Discord. And that's where, so I get on Discord every morning to watch like updates on these like V friends and like little things. And he'll tell you other NFTs to look out for, you know, but I, I don't really invest in a lot of like other stuff. Cause I don't know, but usually if, if Gary V tells me to do something, I do it. That's what, it, that's, I've been following him since 2015. A lot of what I do is because of what he has said to do. So like if you want to ask me about social media, that's usually like when people do or when I give talks, like I've done probably half a dozen talks on social media that typically they're all like like either the first or the last thing I'll say is like, um, this is what I think, but what I think came from Gary Vee as far as like executing, yes. how to execute either running a business or social media or investing. So he uh, he's just, pr- he's always been right about like 
when the internet first became a thing in the late nineties, early nineties, like he was just, he's just ahead of the game. And so if you watch what he's doing, it's usually going to like do what he does mm-hmm. essentially. And he'll say that he's like, don't just listen to what I say, but do what I do. And that's, that's, that's where, that's where everything that I've done comes from. So, but I'm not, I'm not afraid to like tell people that like as a secret and he's not either. Like he'll do it. He'll say like, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. And I don't mind if you steal it, you know, because, and, and one of his quotes is ideas are shit. Execution is everything. Like, dude, there are million dollar ideas every day. We, yeah. the four of us at this table could come up with $10 million ideas in the next hour. Dozen, maybe 20 million dollar ideas. But that doesn't matter because execution is what matters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I guarantee you each one of us have had in our lifetime multiple million dollar ideas. But for whatever reason, we didn't execute on them. Maybe we didn't want to. And that's why they didn't come to Mm -hmm. fruition. It's not because it was a bad idea. So anyways, that's why he doesn't mind sharing his secrets. And that's why I don't mind sharing mine either. Just because... I mean, like, and what we're doing isn't a secret. Anybody could, anybody else could have gone out and done it. We make videos. Yeah. Everybody's we've, got an iPhone. Yeah. That's where most of our videos are made. Mm-hmm. All the weeklies. Yeah. Yeah. I think two, of the, two of the weeklies have been using the cameras. I'd My most viral video was on an iPhone. 67-year-old rancher. The very first one. Yeah. iPhone. That thing's freaking gold. Mm-hmm. It's got the, it's got the most views, you know? Um. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, NFTs. They're just, I, I mean, we're, I'm not trying to make this podcast like a crypto thing. We just kind of went there. <laughs> no, like, it's interesting. It's no, it's yeah. interesting. It is. There, and there's a lot of NFT projects out there that like are going to go to crap. Yeah. So there's, like he just drew a piece, drew it on a piece of paper, took a picture and put it on the internet. Yeah. Put it on blockchain. Do you put it a, on. Do you need a license to be a, like an artist, like a certified artist in, to have an NFT or can anyone go out and make? An NFT? Yeah, no, yeah, anybody can. So like Leroy could tool up something and make so a digital. Yeah. 100%. Cool. Dude, was, you should do that on a briefcase right that. now. It's yeah. probably one of the cooler things I've made. Yeah. Yeah, so what you could, I think there. what could happen is like as an artist on. on um, The original's already sold, but. Okay, so he did that too. Actual. He sold his original also at like um, something auction. Robin's auction. It was like some. It was some like a, a female name auction. Christie's auction. Um, um, he he sold the originals there. One of them sold for like a million. But like <laughs> that owning that is cool on the. But the main purpose of yeah. them was to was the NFT. Mm-hmm. And so the FaceTime fly. There was like he he drew one fly, but then he created like I think it was like maybe thirty or forty existed as NFTs. They were numbered like one one of. 35, two of 35, three of, well, I bought one of those. And so that's how I got. And so, um, you could essentially do that. I thought it would be all the art in my room in there, the handprint stuff. Like I thought it might be neat to turn those into an NFT one day. Yeah. And there's so many of each, but, but then, you know, there's like a marketing attached to it. There's like, but you should research the space. You can do the marketing now. I feel like. You should, yeah, you, I should mm-hmm. probably post more than once a month on social media, though. 
I, I don't know that, and and I don't know that the the marketing is like. I mean, we we would do that together. So yeah. like, you're the artist, and like, I would help you if you wanted to release an NFT. Like, because I'm about to get back into painting again too. I just bought all my canvases and everything. Yeah. But that would be a way to do it, you know. Like it exists, like sell the original, and then may, maybe sell the you digital print. maybe you sell the original for like um um a uh, like a charity or something, you know. And then you sell your NFTs as profit. The I other thing that's like, uh, Mark the, Maggiore. The other thing that's unique about these Mac, NFTs, Maggiore. and and like this is just cool. Whether you you're ever going to buy one or not, it's just an, a neat thing to think about. It's like. Uh, you're talking about Mark Mar- Margiori or whatever. Yeah. So like you sell one of those, like you sell that canvas to whoever you make money one time. No, I'm talking about turning Mark. into prints too. Like Mark sell does the original and then sell the prints. Okay. You sell the prints, you make money one time. Gary V. So like there's people out there swapping NFTs. Yeah. Those people that are trying to buy mine, if they did, Gary V. gets a percentage of that every oh, time. So every time it gets Every sold. time oh, it sells. Dang. And you had to bomb three ways. You had to bomb (laughs) with crypto. Oh, Oh, so we had to, I had to bomb with Ethereum. I don't have any crypto, but it's pretty easy. You get a Coinbase account and then we should start, uh, like I've got a, I've got a little, yeah. But the point, but the point is, is like, dude, he made like, and I think it's a public, he made like $50 million (sighs) off of selling these NFTs. Now he leveraged his brand. Like yeah. he'd been hustling his brand and like he's got, you know, nine and a half million followers on Instagram. So like he leveraged his brand that he's been building over the mm-hmm. years. Like he didn't just launch an NFT project mm-hmm. as a nobody and it got yeah. $50 million. Like yeah. he'd been oh, working yeah. on telling the world who he was for the last decade and a half, you mm-hmm. know, two, you know, 20 years. And now all of a sudden he's, you know, he's built up to this point where he built this project. But the point is, like, I'd be anxious to see, like, how he made the month of the, how much money he made, like, during the launch and how much money he's made since the launch because of that every transaction he gets yeah. a percentage of. And there's a floor. I mean, Dang. heck, even if it's just a few hundred bucks, I'd be cool with yeah. that. I want to mm-hmm. say the floor to, um, uh, the floor is just like eight Ethereum right now, the floor price. It was like a reverse Dutch auction, which I knew nothing about. Like, when you bought them, you had three days. Mm-hmm. And the price started high and it would go down. Oh, dang. Which is like, you, you I had to be watching it. Mm. Well, anyways, like the new floor for all these V friends is like eight Ethereum. Ethereum's at like $4,200. Dang. So eight times $4,000. 32. Dang. Yeah. 32,000 and change. It's like the, the base Golly. price for a son of a gun. But, but now all of a sudden he's got. Yeah, it's gonna cost about ten Ethereum to get this. I want to say you gotta. I want to say like when you. I don't know that you can buy like NFTs with just USD. I think you gotta buy them with crypto. I'm cool with that. I'll figure it out. As when I say, I'll figure it out. I'll bring my laptop to your house after work. uh, (laughs) See, man, that's where I don't know enough about it to explain. That's why I haven't talked. That's why I don't talk about it. I don't even know how to spell any of it. So (laughs) that's why that's why I haven't talked about it at all. It's not because I'm not embarrassed and I'm not trying to like keep it a secret. I just don't know what the heck it is. I'm just learning it. Mm -hmm. And I've been learning it for six months now since May, whatever, how many months that is. Yeah. You told me about it a while back. You were talk. You talked for like thirty minutes, but then there's a bird flying by. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, is that a, nope? That's not a red tail." Well, mm, that's a pigeon. I'm going to that conference, so like, I'm not going to sell mine. 
right now, but like it'll be like three years before I sell mine. Yeah. And if I did, like I wouldn't get the other FaceTime with them. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't yeah. get year you know, three that you would go. It's going to be finally they're going to have that bull riding that they do have enough added. You'd be like, eh, I'm going to sell them on this one. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, sell them, make that money, go to the bull riding, make 20 million. If you guys out there in the uh, citizens of Winnebago, they're listening. If you're like, if you've lost interest, like I apologize. On the other hand, like this is stuff that's coming. Yeah. Whether people like it or know it or not, you know, like, like stuff on blockchain stuff, with, you know, cryptocurrency. Doge. Um, <laughs> to the moon. Like, to the moon. Those are things. That's a thing. No, you know? I know. Like, no, for real. It's, it's funny and it's a joke, but it's also those are a people thing. have made a lot yeah. of money on this stuff. Yeah, those are no a thing. I what you're talking about. Well, but like blocked Dogecoin, you haven't heard anything <laughs> about Dogecoin. I, anyway. I haven't really been on social media. Dogecoin. The internet much uh, lately. Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin and Ethereum are arguably the two more popular cryptocurrencies right mm-hmm. now. But no essentially, Bitcoin. it's just... Anyway, That's there's cool. no telling how the government is going to one day try to regulate it, but right now it's frustrating for them because they can't. Have you seen those machines, like in gas stations? No. You can exchange. They have one. I think it's an archer. Oh, seat. yeah, in the it's bathroom? Like, you, like the men's room? <laughs> no. You put coins in it and you get a balloon? No. It's not a balloon, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a balloon. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's like right at the very front of the store when you come in. It looks like an ATM, but it's you can exchange USD for... I thought it like Bitcoin. was an ATM, yeah, and then you can do both. It might Which be an actual you ATM. <laughs> yeah. It looks. I just saw it, and it was like mm-hmm. exchange money for Bitcoin, and that was like what they so had as advertisement. One, one interesting part that I thought was one thing that I thought was interesting was like um, if if they tokenize real estate, so like <sighs> you could own a very small percentage of a piece of real estate, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Which it would be recorded on the blockchain. So it, you don't necessarily own twenty five hundred dollars. You would own twenty five hundred dollars worth of this property, this real estate. And so then that so twenty five hundred dollars. Like can the IRS track any of that? That's why there's so much. That's why the the government is kind of like you. You can't own Bitcoin. Once you turn it into U.S. In dollars, then yeah, it'll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Once you turn it into USD, then all of a sudden you gotta. But but like you can't. There's there's communist countries where you're not allowed to own yeah. it. That's how they. But <laughs> no way. <laughs> they don't have. Bitcoin you are not in owning any of Bitcoin. <laughs> Sounds country more like a so. Russian. And I doubt you could own it there either. But I I don't know I don't <laughs> know what the about? future is for, for. For um, yeah, for our government, how that I I don't know I don't know. Mm. But eventually, yeah, the government's gonna you know put their hand in it. So. Because that's how you own, that's how you regulate, and that's how you really have power over people is when you have power over the money. Right. Yeah. So take away the money from the government, what do we need them for? Exactly. That's why they'll, that's why eventually something will happen. So they're just going to flip the switch and turn the internet off. Is that possible? Yeah. It is. It's a big. I swing. bet it is. Could you imagine there actually is just one big It's switch. just like a big one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. It's done. Surely not. There's enough private companies and everything now, right? Well, I have no idea how that works. That's out of my uh, out of my job description. I don't know, but you got there fast. I just work here. What? I'll just say that. <laughs> oh no, I was just you I got was there in fast. My mind, I was thinking, hmm. Well, if I sell my art, 
Biden's going to take a lot of it. Wait, he might not. Yeah. That's what, that's what I mean, yeah, if they don't have any regulations or anything. The, the, right. the problem is, is it's got to stay in it. Mm-hmm. Once you, once you trade, yeah. you know, like who else is going to, if you can like. What if I go to Mexico and get it out though? But if you, yeah, essentially. But like, <laughs> if you can keep swapping stuff with that cryptocurrency, that's how you would avoid the taxes. Right. Like buy yeah. a that's house what with they're, cryptocurrency, but once you, pay somebody with it, then it. Once you put it back into the house, but. Once you put it back into the U.S. dollar, that's when they're going to tax. Then you. all of a sudden, that's when all of a sudden you're going to start getting. Yeah. Be awesome. That would be really cool. Be able to buy real estate without having to money laundering. Pay tax. I mean, you're, you got to pay obviously. Well, the, another thing to consider too else, is how competitive it might get because then all of a sudden you can have people in other countries buy it. Mm. With that, you see what I'm saying? Anyways, yeah. some home we're in getting, Italy we're is getting. its house in Winnebago. <laughs> no, you got my wheels turning now. I'm going to go home. And that is crazy. That's a, it's a thing, into, y'all. It's a mm-hmm. thing. I'm not saying, like, I'm yeah. not, like, making some statement that, like. Well, I'm just thinking I have so many pictures of all my artwork. I, I think that. That I don't have to, like, do any art to actually sell any right now. I have so much already on there. The the, the thing is, is, like, the U.S. dollar is I'm worth. making this about me, okay? The U.S. dollar is worth <laughs> less and less every day. <laughs> Yeah, very true. Especially every time they, you know, print or yeah. AKA kick the can down the road. Like printing money is like, that's like, it's, I don't know. Our, our dollar is worth less every single day. Mm-hmm. And so that's why people are starting to look towards like stuff like cryptocurrency and gold and land. And, you know, because that that's what's going, like that's a real thing that's happening. You can't just print money and there be no consequences. Yeah, yeah. And essentially that's what everybody's hoping for, you know. And it's neat that everybody's getting this little bump and this little check, and that's great. But where did it come from? Mm. That's not a good thing. Like that's what people should be. <laughs> people are just like they get the check, and it's like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. is it? Because it's just a band aid. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kicking the can down the road. Meaning, like the problem is going to come back. Got that check, and then you're like, but wait, I got to pay five dollars. The same a thing they did. Gas now? <laughs> it's the same thing they did in '09. Yeah, it should have been worse in '08 and '09, but they kicked the can down the road, mm-hmm. and now we're dealing with it again, and they're kicking the can down the road again. And it's gonna be the same thing. So there's mm-hmm. gonna like there's 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 problems in the future, and so like that's what people people are like. Well, for instance, like your dollar this year, if you have one dollar, hypothetically, some people are saying next year what that one dollar is able to buy. Next year, it's going to be able to buy 86 cents worth of stuff comparative to what it can buy this year. That's yeah, a big, that's that's a, that's that's a big difference. So anyways, but, you know, Jesus' is the name above all names. That's where my hope is. Mm-hmm. So Anybody ordering Leroy leather? The price is going up a little bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're having a hard time getting leather, aren't you? That's, I'm having uh, the same actually, problem. Actually, it just—it's yeah. not a hard time getting the leather. The I'm not right now. I mean, I'm Leroy, so I get it pretty easy. But uh, I'm kidding. They're having a hard time getting enough in. People aren't killing cows yet. Yeah, but well, it's not. Well, I'm not gonna say that. It's, it's all still good. Quality leather, but it's not as good as it was. Hopefully, you know, like we're just gonna. My 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 plan is like stay positive. And do the best that I can with what I've got, what I've got. Um, you know, get in, in, as involved as much as I can. You know, with these issues by voting, by 
you know, just, <clears throat> but, and that, that's all we can all do, mm-hmm. you know, so just make educated decisions. So, but worrying about it to the point of anxiety and depression is not a good solution. Uh, meeting challenges head on with a positive attitude is kind of how I choose to uh, go about my day to day. Um, I deal a lot of, I deal with a lot of it through sarcasm and memes. So <laughs> that's kind of, it's kind of how I made it through 2020 and that's how I'm making it through 2021 prayer, scripture, sarcasm, and memes. That's kind of my, that's my four combo. go-tos, you know? Um, so that's, that's, that's my suggestion to you guys, but I will say, and this is just kind of a real, I don't, I mean, it's not necessarily something I want to talk about on the podcast, but you like keeping this company afloat so that I can take care of the um, 15, 16 people that walk through those doors day to day. Like that's my priority. That's, and that's what I, that was my, I had five minutes with my hero yesterday and that's what I asked him. So, so Jesus, um, <laughs> that's my savior. Also a big hero. Gary V is like a, a, um, role model. Yeah. There you go. So I had five minutes with, and it, and that was the, it's like, all right, who could you talk to? You got that one phone call, mm-hmm. and went, you know, all right, I need to talk to Gary V. That's what, and so I had that, yeah. And I said, that's cool. and that's my question. I want to keep with what's coming in the future. I want to keep this company afloat and keep my 16, 17 employees. Hopefully, in the future, twenty five employees. And he said, rolling, take care. No, he said he he his his immediate res- was like, well, have yourself like a rainy day fund. And so what that looks like is what I'm trying to decipher now, you know, cause we didn't go into great detail, but, um, but then he said, you know, start a discord for your, and that's more of like an execution type thing on the brand side of things. So that's what I did immediately. Yeah. I still have my piggy bank from like junior high. I haven't opened it in a while. Yeah. <laughs> so one of those you got to smash. So he oh, said, yeah. and I asked him specifically, I'll say, I'll just tell you about the phone call. I said, so does that mean, should I put like, all the cash into crypto and he said no i think for your rainy day fund it's fine if it's 20 80 20 percent crypto 80 percent united states dollar because you're not going to be able to pay people in crypto you're going to you need to be able to pay people if everything was to hit zero you need to be able to pay people with the dollar Mm -hmm. right now and he said for the next two four six ten years he thinks that the dollar will be fine so that's promising you know that's exciting so I need to get a safety deposit box. Or bury it. Yeah. Safety teams. deposit box is like bank knows everything. everything. The only yeah, thing I have right. in safe deposit box is uh, great, great granddad's um, pistol. Pistola. Oh, I, I remember hearing stories about that. Yeah. He was a baller. Texas Ranger. Yeah. That's the pistol that's cool. that he used. That's and, the only thing. And he had a matching safety. rifle. It wasn't matching. He had. Uh, he also had a rifle. Okay. That um, Pat Boone, our yeah. cousins, who we named Boone after, they mm-hmm. have the rifle. Okay. The, the other side of the family. Oh, That's nice. pretty cool. Yeah. So like, That's his name was Richard Coke, and uh, Richard Coke's like had like a, he had a daughter, mm-hmm. Flora, Flora Best, and the lineage from that side is who got the rifle. Okay. So. I thought it was like one of those like deals where like Colt manufacturer made 
the revolver and then made like matching numbers. I yeah. thought so too. You know, until I went about. to Pat's and then yeah. you saw the house and I saw the yeah. rifle. I mean, it's still yeah, cool. Yeah, it's still cool. That's what I thought. No, I thought, they were no, right. I, yeah. I thought they that the too. Same. They shoot the same bullet. That's what it is. Is it forty four forty? Maybe. Yes. yes. Dang, Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders knows what's up. How'd you know? He knows guns and horses. Well, it's got to be. It's got to be an ammunition that's compatible for both. How did you know it was a forty four forty? Around the one the west, one the forty five. Colonel Sanders, mad respect. That's why he's in charge of the um, ammunition. That's a deep ammunitions. track. I want to talk about deep tracks. Radio, that's it? a deep track. He knows that's not a hit. He's punchy. That's a deep track. That's history. Forty four forty. Dang son. That's the first pistol. Paying attention. With pop, he's like, hey, come Golly. shoot this. <laughs> Yeah, it's a Colt forty four forty, is what it is. Man, yeah, I had it like appraised. It's worth like twenty thousand right now. I'm sure, I bet. maybe no, worth. Was, yeah, I was about to say that was like five. Maybe years worth ago. more. Yeah, yeah because not necessarily because the gun value went up, but because the U.S. dollar value has gone down since then. God, it's a whole nother conversation. See, like we think about our dollar as like this almighty thing yeah. that's like just worth like all that. But for instance, gold, mm-hmm. you know, the price of gold has gone up. No, not necessarily. The value of the dollar has gone down. Yeah. Gold is gold. Mm-hmm. Like if, if one piece of gold buys you one acre of land in 1930, one piece of gold will will buy you one acre of land in 2021. It's the value of the dollar that's fluctuating. Mm-hmm. 89 years later. It's the value of the dollar that changed, yeah. not gold. Yeah. But we all think like, oh man, that went way up in value. <laughs> no, not necessarily. Yeah. What has what has happened to gold that made it go up in yeah. value? Like, because there's a, there's only a finite amount of gold. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just go make more gold. Mm. Well, you can make more money. You just print more. They print it every day. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So like, we've thought about money in this way that, as but other countries don't do that. Yeah. Because right now, like our currency is the main currency of the world. There is, I forget the that's, example. That's that's the that's what's tricky. Yeah, that's where we can't get arrogant. Yeah, because what if one day it's not? Then everything changes. That's when stuff changes. Yeah. And a lot of this, a lot of this is barter. also based around oil, which is like like oil has a plays a major role in this. And if we just if if everyone stops, if we stop using oil. That that will affect also. Anyway, there's so much going on. Again, I don't talk about this, especially like on podcasts, because I don't know. Yeah, I don't know enough about it. Clearly, there's probably some people out there shaking their heads, saying like, "This guy doesn't know what he's talking about." But I know that like I know that like it all matters. I do. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. They're all factors. And it, it's all they're all factors. Total equation. Yeah. And and anyway, so anyhow, but yeah, it's all good. It's good stuff. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, we're just navigating. Why? Well, like, this is what we were born into. You know what I'm saying? Like, our parents, you know, and, and, and their parents were born at a certain time in life, and then, you know, like, like they had to deal with their issues. Mm-hmm. You know, like, our parents had to deal with Desert Storm, and then our grandparents had to deal with, you know. Vietnam and Korea. Vietnam. And their parents did World War Two. Yeah. And then theirs were World War One. So like, there's just all these. Like, can you imagine being born like being a teenager in the tw- in the 30s Heck during no. the Great Depression, no. and then and then having to go fight in World War Two, and then yeah, having those to, are yeah, that's why. Yeah, can World you imagine guns? watching like the other thing too is like nobody ever really talks about like like what if we lost? 
Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about a comeback story? <laughs> World was, War Two is a comeback. Story I was thinking for about US. that though, but like we won. Yeah. And like ever, like growing up, it's like, oh man, like we're we're the U.S. We win them all. Well, like, but at the beginning, it didn't look like we were going to win it. Like, and then what if we didn't? Yeah. Like or 1941 what if, U.S. compared to 1945 U.S. Two completely different forces. It's what if there's a World War Three? I mean, it's bound to happen. Eventually. Is it guaranteed? It might not be in our lifetime. Is it guaranteed that the U.S. wins it? Just because yeah. we're the U.S.? No, no it's not. Yeah, there's a lot of you well, know what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of thing with today. we got to step oh, up. Yeah. And and Joe Rogan has all these pot. You know, he he Come has on. that. What's that deal? I haven't said it in a while. You say it all the time, but like, um, hard times create oh, yeah. hard men, and hard men create soft, soft times, times, and soft yeah. times create soft men, and soft men create hard times. Cycle. It's a cycle. Yep. It's a I feel like right now we got some. We still got some hard asses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Tim Kennedy, Jocko. We got, we got some. We get, yeah. There's some Jockos <laughs> yeah. out there. There's some, some Eddie Gallagher's out there yeah. that are like hard asses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me like, look at it. Like Vietnam. Whether you like them or not, like that's who you want. Like yeah. out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you want Marcus Luttrell. You yeah. want Dude, that guy is Ross Sheridan oh, and yeah. Steve Pace. Like. They're like forged by fire. Yeah. Not just they don't just talk about it. No, yeah, Steve but Pace, that dude was pretty cool too. If you meet any, if you've ever met anybody that served in Vietnam, the guys like, that are the quietest are, about it. Yeah, those are the dudes, dudes. Like they're and well, they're, I mean, they're here right they had now. It the yeah. hardest. They're patriots. Like they're they they're alive. There, did their job and then they come back. Come and, back yeah. and everybody hates them. And yeah. so what my prayer is, it's like, all right, man. So these guys have been through this stuff. These guys are like, all right, this is what it takes to keep a country safe. That's who I want in office in our mm-hmm. future. Yeah. Because yeah, some of them are fresh. Mm-hmm. Like Steve Pace. He's like mid-30s. Less than that. I think yeah. he's 31, actually. Yeah, he's 31, 32. So now all of a sudden, like, I would love to see a 45-year-old Steve Pace as a senator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or maybe 100%. younger. Maybe you 38. See, uh, yeah. 100%. Not Marcus Luttrell's and, and not twin him. brother. Not him exactly, but like maybe somebody like yeah, that. Yeah, someone like know. that. No, uh, I agree. You know what I'm talking It's not Marcus. What's his brother's name? I don't know. He's running for uh, Congress. But, He's a but Navy it's, SEAL. It's, it's people like that no. who it's just like. Mm-mm. Marcus Luttrell, you don't know what I'm talking about. I know, I know Luttrell. Luttrell is. Oh, but yeah, his twin brother. Uh, I know they were both SEALs. Brother. Anyway, he's running for Congress. Like, it's just one of those. Like, That's why yeah, I was pumped smiling. about like Mad Dog Mattis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like I, I don't know. I know him and him and Trump didn't get along or didn't see eye to eye on some issues, but like mix it up with some people like that. Mm-hmm. Like get it, get them in the room. Yeah, let them decide. Like, hey, uh, we want to still be a country in a hundred years. <laughs> How well, do we do that? Yeah, just somebody to get in there to be like, you're not gonna pick on us. And then yeah. mess with the and mess then, with yeah. us. We're gonna punch you. And in then the mouth. it's like. So and and, and I'm not. I'm not say, left, right, in the center, on the top of the house, whatever it is. Yeah. Get somebody in there like that who's like, okay, guys, listen. If you want to still be a free country in 100 years, this is what we should do mm. because this is what's happened with our country. This is what's happened with these other countries. This is what history has proved. Yeah. That's we're all I'm saying. We're in soft times right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And history repeats yeah. We're going itself. into soft times. because We're in soft times because of some hard men. Yeah. What I'm saying is, like, let's let those hard men – keep us in soft times yeah let's let those men keep us hard yeah <laughs> there's some hard asses man dude history is so important it so is. i was a history major before believe it or not willie was dude i love to go to college history. me too and i was a history major and some of those kids just took it as a joke and i was like dude like history is so important 
and how like, it's written down yeah. and how it's portrayed mm-hmm. and making sure you tell the truth and not the what's, truth, what's yes. convenient to tell because ignorant is ignorance is bliss if you don't tell the complete truth you're you're just going to keep repeating it and and statistics keep doing this cycle. yeah statistics yeah, yeah, i saw that's something interesting cool too. like i'm not trying to get into this but it was like Colion Noir. yeah he's a um I'm he's a 2A activist and uh also a lawyer very intelligent mm-hmm. very intelligent and I just, I'm not going to talk, I don't even remember what they were talking about, but essentially he was in this Twitter feed and, um, you know, there were some people who believed not what he believes and they were kind of arguing. And uh, again, irrelevant what they were talking about, but essentially somebody jumped in there and he just kept using these statistics and these facts. And he was yeah. like, yeah, but actually there's only been this percentage of deaths with this per- with this actual thing. And uh, somebody jumped in and be like, stop using facts and statistics and consider their emotions. <laughs> that was their <laughs> argument. The thing Go ever. home That's and the get problem. back in your but, yeah. but, but the yeah. point is, is just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, These no, are cold, no, no, no. hard facts. It's the opposite. Like, your emotions might be, like, high and you might be sad or angry, mm. but that... That doesn't change the that facts. That doesn't. No, you no. have to look at the facts. No. We have to look at the facts. Mm-hmm. Like we just have to. Yeah. Yeah. And no, um, anyways, I'm not arguing left or right or or middle. I'm the not. Facts are facts. No, it's, yeah. I'm just I saying like you. you gotta look at the facts. People yeah. just get so it's emotional history. and everything's mm-hmm. emotion based. We cannot use emotion. Knee jerk reactions. Yeah. And you can't. I mean, if you look at just everyday life, like look at all the instances where, um. You know, like anger stirs up, like in relationships, you can't use emotion. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't, you know. Um, for instance, just, just, you know, like any relationship should not be based on emotion because you're going to get mad at people. Yeah. And that emotion stirs up. But once, <laughs> sometimes once you look at the facts, you realize your emotions were wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, you shouldn't make decisions based on what your quote unquote heart feels. Well, what if you don't feel like being married to after eight years and you got three kids? Yeah. <coughs> well, you're just gonna swap families just because yeah. you don't feel it's like your emotions it. No, aren't like there, yeah. you don't make you don't make a commitment based on an emotion. Mm-hmm. You make you make a commitment based on facts and a decision. And and you know, Lord willing, the emotions stay with it. You know, like I, I don't want I don't want somebody to use some exception. Not, I don't want to say an exception to the rule, but don't use some extreme case to come, like argue with. Yeah, like, well, yeah. this. Yeah, well, he did know. this, this, and that. Okay, well, I'm not, I'm not I talking. Don't know about, why I sound trying to sound like a woman when I did that? But. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the basic rule of thumb that I'm talking about is like we can't use emotions in our day to day. Yeah, like we've got to we use as many facts as possible. Anyways, we've gotten deep in this podcast. No, I like that yeah. though. Yeah, the I like statistics thing. No, I've been watching. Uh, in the leather shop for the past like three or four days while I'm working uh, I play World War II documentaries because you don't have to actually watch them like they talk over everything and uh, you bringing up that like I've last four days I've been thinking about how it's going to be crazy when uh, when all of us have kids it's very likely that history is going to repeat itself like they when we all have kids, World War Three is probably going to be in their lifetime. Yeah, and there's no telling what it's going to be like. And it just—I've been, y'all brought it up, and <clears throat> it's just been running through my brain for like the past four or five days. Yeah, like so, like a kid born today, 
Yeah. November 23rd is when this is being recorded. November 23rd and um, to 2021. Like, what is he going to be? Is he going to yeah. be a little softy or is he going to be a hard ass? Depends on his parents, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, 100%. 100%. But, like, what can we do? But now, when I say a hard ass, like, I'm not saying someone that's unkind. No. But something like no, you're talking some about difficulty in their life. Somebody. Loving God and loving your neighbor, like, that's the most important commandment. Mm-hmm. In Mark chapter 12, the Pharisees asked Jesus, like, what is the most important commandment? He said, love God, love your neighbor. He doesn't say, like, you know, put be be a hard ass on on the on the front of enemy lines. You know what I'm saying? No, so like yeah, if you got to if you got to if you got to prioritize traits for a child. Yeah. Number 1 should be love God. Number 2 is love your neighbor. And then then it's like also don't protect. be a little sissy. Yeah. You yeah. know, protect your country. Well, I mean it's like what you're getting at when you say a hard man. It's not a hard man can be a good man, but that good man is also a monster One time that comes. can control his control. He, he can use it when he needs it. David. He's not going to use it when he doesn't need to. David. He's going to talk himself mm-hmm. out of it if he can, but when it does come time to fisticuff or anything like that, God called David to be, God called David either. a man after my own heart. But yet, Whenever David was trying to win over the king's daughter as his wife, the king said, bring me a hundred enemy foreskins, which is kind of weird, whatever. (laughs) Don't get lost in the details. (laughs) The point is, it's just like when you bring that, it's like, okay, this was an uncircumcised, like it's obviously the enemy. Yeah. But, um, and he brought 200. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the kind of man David was. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He killed 200 enemy soldiers and cut off their wieners <laughs> yet god called him a man after my own heart like that dude was a soldier now he made some mistakes he you know he yeah, was human yeah, yeah. you know he made some mistakes later but god and and, and that's another like come on Dave, god's man, grace just bathing on the roof you ain't gotta stare you don't gotta right? stand yeah. the whole time don't mess with uriah then take our mans and send him on the front lines yeah and like, then put real then, <laughs> then put uriah on the front man, Golly, man. come on david <laughs> but he fessed up to it. You know, he fessed up yeah, to he it. Took one. Even in the midst of all that, the, the the sin in his life, that 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 was a pretty big one. You know, God still called him a man after his own heart. That's pretty promising, knowing that you can still be a sinner and still be a man after yeah, God's own heart. not supposed to be perfect. But the point is, well, we're supposed to be, but we're not. Well, yeah, we're supposed to yeah. <laughs> strive. But. Yeah. Um, but the point is, is like uh, David was a hard man. David was a hard man. So you can still love your neighbor and be a hard man rather than anyway. We're getting we're getting in the details. <laughs> we are. We're not getting lost, but we're in we're the details. We're getting in the details. Crypto Jesus War. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, what's some life advice, Colonel Sanders? Oh man. How long have we been talking? Hour and a half. Hour and twenty six yeah. minutes. What's some life advice? Is it supposed to be like original? I mean or just whatever. Supposed to be you. Supposed to be Colonel Sanders. Like if something, maybe it influenced mm. you. Like we said already, good artists copy, great artists steal. All right. Well, lonesome dove quote. So get on your horse, Jasper. We got cattle to drive. I like, like it. Newt just got beat up, but he still got back up and yeah. did what he had to do. Bingo. 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 Drive cattle. 
I like it. What you got, Willie? Um, this is just going to be a motivation for the citizens of Winnebago. <laughs> Stay gnarly, Winnebago. Gotcha. What you got, Leroy? Well, you said what? Uh, good artist copy, great artist steal. Go to the Mooney Zone. Nobody remembers 85 point bull rides. Word. Mm-hmm. Word. Gang. Mm. Gang, gang, gang. Gang, gang. Had a guy buzz, call me buzz. yesterday about um, being in a movie. Oh, which one? Um, I don't want to talk about it yet. I don't think I can. Is it a western? Uh, kind of like country music. It's a, it's a movie about some stuff. I I don't want to talk about it yet. I Wait, to, hold on. They called you to be in a movie about yeah. music. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he and I we were talking about being believers, and we both we you know he brought up one of his favorite verses. It's one I've shared on social media recently, and it's a good one. Um, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. So I think that's good for this podcast. It's Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. So, like, trust him even though you may not understand it. Or or don't, don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. So whether you're on social media, whether you're going to a rodeo, whether you're going to work, dealing with a coworker, whether you're um, voting, whether, whatever you're doing, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. So that's that's kind of the hope that we have. Um, you know, faith is believing in something without really seeing it. And so if you if you do that every day, now all of a sudden – it, it allows you, at the start of that, it's like this is how you do it, and at the end of it, he will make your path straight. So it's like, man, what am I going to do? How am I going to make decisions? Like if the crap hits the fan, well, to, you know, go back to that verse, and he will make your path straight. Anyways, so thanks for uh, watching podcast. If you're on YouTube, thanks for listening. If you're on Spotify or iTunes, we uh, better get back to work. It's lunchtime. Uh, thank you for joining us, Colonel Sanders. Thank you for being on the team. <laughs> Come see us at the NFR. <laughs> and if you want to hear when these podcasts drop, um, and if you're listening this long, then you're probably in, you fall into this category. Text me the word podcasts to 940-353-0890. And um, that will let me notify you every time we drop a podcast. So um, text me. Oh, son. Anyways, we're on to the next one. And then play, you got to play the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the outro music. Which one's that? Uh, yeah, there you go. Freestyle. Uh, uh. Can I give my mom a shout out? No. Okay. I already hey, have. Sanders. Today. I, shout, I called her this morning. <laughs>